our brother Dean Salton's going to be there playing tonight. There's going to be a few other artists. Um, you know, there's going to be representatives from the Collingwood Footy Club. Jeff Brown's going to be there, you, you know, the president. Um, you know, some past players from Collingwood that probably played, you know, that actually played in that game. You know, Graham Wright, he's the footy manager. Me and Graham Wright, we stood each other that day, so Graham will be there, you know. So it's, it's, it's going to be good for everybody in terms of, because I'm sort of over it a bit, you know, like it's, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of sick of it now because I'm getting older and, um, you know, it's up to these young fellas to fly the flag now and um, that's fair enough. But, yeah, it's, for me, it's going to be closure for me too because I've been through a lot with all that and I'm sort of getting tired as well. You know, I'm getting older, I'm getting tired of speaking and, um, you know, it'll be good because, um, you know, Craig Kelly, I think uh, Craig played in that game, you know, he, he's the new... You knew the big boss of the Collingwood Footy Club, so you know there's going to be probably a lot of a lot of healing happening because it's going to be healing for me and probably for Nick and but not just us, me and Nicky too, because there's going to be a lot of other Indigenous footballers there. You know, a lot of fellas from Perth have come over. Dale Kickett, you know, he's going to be coming over, and Desi Hadlin and I don't, know, I don't know who else is coming over from Adelaide or where else, but I know that there's going to be a fair bit of Indigenous players, there could be up to 100 players. I don't know, I'm not too sure, but it's mm. going to be a pretty big, it's going to be a massive event. And um, for me, it's going to be good because it's going to be closure for me. So I'm looking forward to the night. And, um, you know, Yokai's, um, I'm going to be doing my Yokai uh, broadcast from there. So I'll probably interview Nikki. So I hope, hope people tune in on NITV because um, they'll be doing a live cross to me because I'll be there. I won't be in the studio when they record it. So. Yeah, stay, uh, yeah. Have a look at it and watch it. And otherwise, it's going to be it's going to be a really good night, bro. So, if people listening, you want something good to watch? Watch it tonight because our brother uh, Dan Salton's there and a few others. I'm not too sure who else, but looking forward to a very good night. Yeah, what did you th- make of the um, the weekend's stuff with the the game in Adelaide and the, ba- the teams running through the banner and Nicky tossing the coin? And what did you make of that and the apology? Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. You know, the president from the Collingwood Football Club, uh, Jeff Brown, he apologised on behalf of Collingwood and, and 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 their people. So for him to do it at the time of the 30th anniversary in Adelaide and St Kilda playing Collingwood, it was very appropriate. So, you know, it's been, been a long time, long time ago. There's never been an apology, so it's good to get an apology because um, he actually rang me himself, so... I spoke to the president and um, he apologised. So I was pretty wrapped about the phone call. I mean, it's it's good, but why did it take so long? Yeah, well, that's the issue, isn't it? It's been that's been going on for a long time, and that's an issue in itself, you know, to deal with. Let alone what's happening today, where it's still happening. So, you know, there's there's a lot of issues. There's a lot to to be done, and there's a long way to go. They apologised to you and Nikki, but. It's sort of like, you know, where's the apology to, you know, Charlie Cameron last week and Adam Goods and Eddie Betts. It's just, it seems like every second week there's an incident like this. Yeah, well, that's the modern day football and that's the modern day stuff that the young footballer has to put up with. It's very hard for them because they um, got social media and all that crap that goes on now. We didn't have that, thank goodness. So it's really hard for them. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. What do you expect them to apologise every week? You can't apologise every week. The thing is that you've got to just try and educate people because whatever happens at the end of the day, it's going to happen again. It's probably happen another week or another two weeks. It's going to happen again. So 
instead of getting worked up about it all the time, you know, people just need to sort of try and change it and just accept it and just see what happens because I don't know what else we can do. Yeah, it's like, you know, there's just that part of society who goes to the footy and just going to be racist. What steps do you think the AFL could take? Like, you know, they ban people from the, you know, once you seem to be racist, banned from the ground or? Oh, it should be automatic part for almost life, you know, straight away. It shouldn't be allowed. So they should just, yeah, they should bust people for life if they do something and say something really bad. That's not up to me. That's up to the ASL to do that, not me. Have you, have you ever um, sort of spoken to anyone from the AFL, Gillan McLaughlin, or anyone from the AFL about it? Not really. I've been around a long time. I've been through five McLaughlins. I started with Ross Oakley back in 93 when I first started with him. So I've been through five of him. I, I don't reckon the AFL are um, very um, transparent at the moment with, with what's going on because there's things that's happening within the Indigenous world of the media world, not just of what's happening on the field. So there's a lot of things that I could say. I haven't got that time to talk about it all now, but there's things I'm not happy about. No one's ever uh, approached me and asked me about it, so that's not my issue. That's that's up to them what they want to do. So any young player who sees the racism in AFL, surely the, the sort of the, the positive side of playing in the AFL outweighs... I mean, racism's bad, but it sort of outweighs the racism there. What What do you say to those young kids who want an AFL career? You got to remember, mate. This is a multi-million-dollar business. You know, kids can buy houses out of this. They can set themselves and their family up for the rest of their their life. So, you know, there's no doubt that that can happen. Because um, putting it back to to me is, I just accepted racism because I knew that it was going to be there. So the thing is the quicker you accept it and the quicker you move on and the quicker you get mentally strong enough to be able to take it and to use it to your advantage to make you play better, that's what I did for me. I can speak for me from that angle, but that's up to those people that's got to make their choices because everyone's got a different different view on it and different things. So that's up to that individual. Really, I know it's degrading, but you're going to let that get in the way of your dreams because that's the, that's the hard choice you've got to make. Because um, at the end of the day, it's not easy, brother. It's a hard road just, you know, dealing with racism, not just, you know, with racism and then, you know, going through school and all that before you get there. But then once you get there, you've got to prove yourself as, as, as a footballer, not as an Aboriginal. But at the same time, you can, you know, you, got, you can be smart enough to use that as an ammunition to make you play stronger. Because that's what I did in my, through my career. I just said, no, nah, I'm going to stick it up. I'm going to smash them today.